spectacles Honda Suzuki, helping riders have fun since 1954. What's up everybody, JSOR is back here in the studio at Betancourt's, and today we got a special guest with us, John Spagna, aka Greybush. What's going on, John? Hey, hey, um, I thought I'd stop by today and um, let your listeners know my riding uh, experiences. Um, where would you like me to begin? Um, so, where where did you get started? Um, I know you have a history coming to Bettencourt's. Go ahead and jump right into that. Yeah, yeah. All right. I, I'll tell you what. My first motorcycle was a Honda 250 Elsinore, and I actually got it for my brother-in-law, uh, along along with a Yamaha 400. But the Elsinore, you know, is just a machine. That, that got me intrigued into riding motorcycles. Now, I didn't know, I used to ride hard, and I'm not a mechanic, so I brought I brought this also down to Betancourt's, and I remember them repairing it for me, and the owner came out and told me he'd never seen an Elsinore in, in a long time, and he actually offered to uh, buy it off me. Uh, well, at the time I was very poor, I couldn't uh, sell him the bike, and, that was my first, mm, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, my first inkling into wanting to keep riding. Problem was is that I also entered the military, so I had to give up the motorcycle and wherever the Army and the Marine Corps sent me, I had to go. Now, one thing that I, I always think about now, um, after being out of the Army and how much it would have helped me while I was in to have a motorcycle, to have something else to do during my downtime besides drinking. All right. Um, besides drinking. You know, it, it's the truth, though. I mean, what, what do soldiers do on the weekends? We drink. Yes, sir. And we, <laughs> <laughs> and we drink pretty heavy after coming home from uh, Iraq or Afghanistan. So um, it took me a long time to break out of... Uh, you could say I was guarded. So I would just stay home, my little perimeter, I, I call it. And uh, I would go to the VA every Monday and every Wednesday. And we have an acquaintance, a really close friend to Jay and myself, Brian Cox, um, Frosty, he went by, who's part of the CVMA 2-2. Um, anyways, I, every Wednesday, I couldn't make it into the group meeting without him saying, Spags, you gotta get wind therapy. You gotta get a motorcycle, dude. And I'd just look at him and I'd say, dude, it's hard enough for me to leave my home and come here. And then we'd do our therapy. And then on the way out, he'd be jumping all over me. Wind therapy, wind therapy. Well, I finally caved in. Um, he got me out and he had, uh, he had called Betancourt's and talk to Jay and I think I remember uh, being told that Brian told Jay just get him on a bike well Jay got me on a Suzuki V-Strom a 650 and I tell you it's all I could think about this winter is, is riding I uh, what was it yesterday it was almost 70 degrees out mm. I was on my way over to your garage <laughs> and the wife goes uh-uh you ain't doing nothing until the doctor says you can. One one main thing that I, I 
made sure because in the CVMA to become a full member you have to have over 500 cc's I know you were checking out I want to say it was a DRZ at the time possibly it was a 400 smaller bike yeah and I was like well I want to see you ride with us so I'm gonna get you on something bigger and you know I think the the uh, V-Strom lined up with you perfectly. You look very comfortable on it. You know, you, you got the option with the bags. Right. You know, so well, I'm, I'm glad everything worked out. Yeah, well, uh, I'll be honest. When I walked in, I did want a smaller bike. What I was going to do is uh, just go ride Freetown, the trails. And when we pulled in, there was quite a few people out here looking at all the bikes. I come in, I introduce myself to you. Um, Oh, right away. I, I, as soon as I saw you, you saw me. We're both veterans, combat veterans, and it was like instant brotherhood, just like that. 100%. And then, and then, uh, the biggest bike I, I've ever been on is a 400, and I never rode the roads. It was always dirt biking. And you go, yeah, go try the 650 out. I'm like, shit, I gotta walk over there and act like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> But uh, that that V-Strom, good bike, good choice. Oh, yeah. So I know you have, um, you know, an incident that you had while in the Army. Was that during the deployment to Iraq? It was. Um, go ahead. And um, I know that, that kind of kept you, like, you were, you were thinking, are you going to be able to shift and everything? Um, I know you got some assistance from our staff here yep. in the parts department. If you want to just get into that and talk about how Sarah uh, took time to uh, work with you to make sure you, know, oh, yeah. you were confident. Sarah is unbelievable. Um, yeah, so in Iraq, I was um, stationed on op Operation Northern Lights, and I took a 13-foot fall. Um, we actually had incoming rocket fire. I couldn't believe it, especially there. And uh, I busted my foot up pretty bad where I got a partial amputation uh, to the toes. And yeah, so I was in question about shifting, you know. And Sarah, she had me build like a, a block and put it in where the toes are. Well, you know, the VA is not going to build me an insert to go riding motorcycles. That's the last thing they want to hear probably. So I managed, um, it's still hard to shift because uh, as you know, riding, you don't want to miss a gear. You feel like everyone's staring at you, but uh, that's still happening. I did just have another operation. Um, I'm not sure if it's gonna work out. So I, I will be coming back to Betancourt's to check out maybe um, the uh, African. Definitely. You know, and I love the option. A lot of people uh, talk about why an automatic motorcycle. And the the one thing that I say to them is when cars were first invented and, and first came about, there was no such thing as an automatic car. Right. You know, and um, automatic is a luxury to have. And I think that I think there's going to be a lot more motorcycles coming out with the automatic feature. I think it broadens the horizon oh, yeah. for the demographic uh, of riders. And for instances like this, you know, it, it's going to work out great for you. And I'm excited to get you out there on an Africa Twin DCT. 
Yeah, well, I'm hoping it comes up this week. We do that. Uh, just, just a hit on what you said. You're so right. The first cars come out. You know, they're all manual and everything. And I'd say by this time in my in my life, I've dri I've driven tractor trailers for 15 years, all double clutching. My father brought me up in a Toyota Corolla that was uh, four speed, uh, manual. And when I did go to Iraq. Uh, Jay and myself, um, basically we, we were the riggers. We moved the Army, so we drove the biggest machines the Army could build. And I was surprised. I don't even All think people can, can grasp the concept of oh the size God. of a head until you see one in person. Because yeah. they're, they're unbelievable. You could, 40 tires on the trailer alone. And all, and all the axles turn. Y yes. And yeah. that, that's hard to, like, explain to people. Like, they have to see it in motion. Yeah. And you know what? It's still hard to ex explain. Like, I, I get questioned now and then from family members. And, I, and the way I explain it to them is um, you, you've got this vehicle. It's a tank hauler. It was made specifically, you know, to haul a tank. And these tanks can weigh up to, you know, what is it, 35 tons? 35 so. tons? Yeah. yeah. So um, the, these machines, when they're empty and we're driving these overseas, these hats, the heavy equipment transporters, empty, the whole vehicle weighs 125,000 pounds. I've gone to uh, different camps and picked up tanks and uh, actually... Um, I don't know what, uh, I think they're the M88s, the, uh... So I just pulled that up, just yeah. just to fact check, M88 Hercules, the largest recovery vehicle, track vehicle, yep. in the military, 50.8 tons. Yeah, so you're weighing about 240,000 pounds fully loaded, and I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna tell you something, um... I, I never used my rank overseas. It was always Spags, Graybush. Uh, I was a sergeant. And we are at this one camp, um, waste in, in Iraq, and we were picking up um, tanks, come bring them down to Kuwait, probably head them over to your country over there, Afghanistan. And they put one of these uh, Hercules M88s mm. on my trailer. So me and Mark were securing it all down and everything. and. I'm looking at it, and people don't think there's hills or mountains in Iraq. Well, out east there is. And I kept thinking about this one downgrade, and the weight, it's, it's going to be murder to keep, this, to keep this hat, I don't know, without... Frying the brakes. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> so this is the one time I used my rank. I went, hey, private, come here. Guess what? You're driving. <laughs> Oh That's man, good. I have I have my hand on. I'm in the passenger seat. I have one hand on my combat lock, the other on the on, on the handle to open the door. I said, "This guy screws this up, man. I'm out the door, man. I don't care." <laughs> that thing is rolling, oh man. But the point is, is uh, the, these vehicles were were automatic too. These these hats, and uh, that's when I knew. I said, "I'm." Ah, Done double shifting. I'm done keeping one hand on the steering wheel, one on the stick. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see you get out on this bike. I've ridden the the very first Africa Twin I actually rode was a used one that came here. 
and I was like, oh, I want to try that bike, you know, and I, I get over to her and I'm looking and I'm like, Something, something's not right with this bike. This is different. <laughs> and then they were like, yeah, there's no clutch. It's automatic. I was like, oh, wow. I was like, I didn't even know. Like before I was a salesman here, I wasn't really keeping up with all every every bike, you know, uh, that Honda, Suzuki, Yamaha, all these brands make. But, um, you know, being here now, I'm in tune with everything, understand everything. And the DCT is unbelievable. You're not you're not even going it, to. It's unbelievable how smooth it is. And what it does is it will actually learn how you ride your bike. Oh, it'll learn your throttle control. It'll learn the shift points. And um, you'll become one with the bike. Oh, I, I tell you, you know, I just, where is spring? Oh, it's right around the corner. I know, I know. Uh, Next week's cold. Dude, it's, it's wild because, uh, what are they calling for, like eight inches on Friday, tomorrow? Oh. Yeah. But we're at that time of the season where we'll get that eight inches. I know it's going to be a cold week next week, mm. but snow will come. Then it's just going to get hot again. And let it melt away. And then Hopefully. we all have to watch out for the potholes from the, right? the pavement going back and forth. I was looking. It was probably a couple of weeks ago. I was like, wow, we made it through almost a whole season know, with the streets looking good. And then I don't know what just happened. This last storm just, they ripped up the roads pretty bad. But, but Real so. bad. You know. But, um. Yeah, I uh, just want to let you know with the, um, I'm, in your, I'm in your association now, your, your motorcycle club, and I, I can't thank you enough cause, because uh, it's like a home to me, a second home. And I know I haven't been there long. Mm. I still have a lot of questions. I'm still screwing up on the websites. But the good thing is I can always look at your brother <laughs> and he's in the same boat as me. We grew up together in this club, three right. months each, I, I believe. Yeah, months, you know you it's know. great. Um, I'm I'm excited to get more members in. Um, mm -hmm. It's done a lot for me, you know. And one thing that we all do is understand each other, you know. And that's yep. that's the biggest part is uh, being able to understand the person riding in front of you, behind you, to your right or your left, um, and being able to trust as well when you're out there in the road with us and you're in you're in the middle of the pack you got to be able to trust the brother in front of you to the rear view the same way as downrange yeah. dude i got chills running down my yeah, body right now talking about this but and, and you want to know something i just want to throw this in is um from my very first meeting all the way to the rest of the meetings it's one thing i've noticed which which i i, I don't say much all right I go in there, you you guys recognize me, and the because I have a I have a service dog that I use for balance, um, a Great Dane, you know Ziggy, and not one person there has come up and bothered me about the dog. Like when when like um, I think I talked to a doc one time. I, I'm not sure, but it was eyeball to eyeball. I don't get that. In the civilian world, I I can barely make it through Walmart or Shaw's without. Hey, can I take a picture of your dog? Oh, he's so cute. Can, I bet you could ride. You know, people just don't get it. This club gets it, and oh, yeah. I. We have members that have been through pretty much anything. Like we have somebody that can relate to, exactly. and um, wait until you get out of the state and go on one of the regional events. Or even, you know, one day make it down to the national event. I, I've been a member for five years now. I have yet to make it to a national event. But 
I mean, it's I, I'm excited for it. Um, the regional events are, you know, it's it's all around brotherhood from many states over, and um, yeah, it's become my second family ever since I joined, and I'm excited to get more people. And you know, my brother uh, Lewis is just yep. joined. Uh, you just got uh, my cousin DJ's been in for about six months now I want to say so you know we're growing we're growing and and I hope to see it just that camaraderie build you know and we'll just keep it everything flowing and this year we're going to be doing the run out of Betancourt don't have a date set in stone just yet I know they mentioned maybe the summertime or possibly pushing it back to October um in honor of Frosty oh okay um but yeah that will be uh determined and we'll we'll definitely put that out yeah that's gonna be a run oh yeah should be a great time last year i think we had like use the parking lot across the street yeah i think we had like 200 bikes here last year contained in this in this parking lot alone that's incredible i I think yeah i hope to see so many bikes here that we do have to have an overflow lot yeah that'd be great but um i want to say thank you for coming out today you know, um, I'm excited for you to get on your next bike. Hell yeah. Even though that V-Strom, that V-Strom's an amazing bike, but come on down to the ha- Team Honda over here. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, we're going to have a great riding season ahead of us. So, uh, yeah, thanks again. Yeah, no problem. Hey, love you, man. Anytime. Thanks, Any time. So that's all we got for today. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, be safe out there and keep the rubber side down. Peace.